Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. On this Labor Day 2023, Donald Trump spent the day telling workers, quote, you are going to hell and to not pay their union dues. That's a direct quote. Meanwhile, President Joe Biden was in Philadelphia talking about jobs, 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 more jobs, better paying jobs, jobs with better working conditions union jobs, and the boom in American manufacturing made possible by the American worker through the benefits of the Infrastructure Act, the Inflation Reduction Act, the CHIPS Act, and more policies implemented by the Biden administration. At the same time, Donald Trump was telling union workers that they are, quote, going to hell, end quote. Donald Trump's deposition transcript in the New York Attorney General civil fraud case was released, and it was totally unhinged and, frankly, not only devastating for the New York Attorney General's civil case against him and the Trump organization, but let's not forget that the Manhattan District Attorney is still criminally investigating Donald Trump, and there were some seriously incriminating statements made. So as Donald Trump is basically saying, screw you to the American worker, what he's saying in this deposition is that I just value my properties with common sense and the Saudis will just buy it from me at ridiculous prices at whatever I tell them. It's basically exactly what he said in the deposition. We will discuss. Marjorie Taylor Greene and Kevin McCarthy, meanwhile, have come under fire from other MAGA Republicans today for, get this, not delivering on their promise to make public all January 6th Capitol building surveillance footage to try to support their baseless conspiracy that the feds were the ones who started the insurrection. Marjorie Taylor Greene responded on Labor Day that the reason that she no longer wants to release the footage, she says, is to protect the, quote, January Sixers from further persecution. That's a quote from Marjorie Taylor Greene, and that's what Republicans are doing on Labor Day. President Biden, meanwhile, continues to talk about how, thanks to the Inflation Reduction Act, Medicare is now able to negotiate prices of prescription drugs to make life-saving drugs more accessible and affordable to people who need them the most. President Biden has also directed the DNC to invest in Democratic candidates down the full ballot in Virginia, recognized 
recognizing that independents and traditional Republicans who hear the type of intro I just gave talking about the MAGA Republicans and are frankly puking <laughs> right now. Meanwhile, Donald Trump and his MAGA Republicans are calling the federal judge in the Washington, D.C. case presiding over the matter where Trump is a criminal defendant. They're calling her a Marxist. And Ron DeSantis just vetoed a federal energy saving rebate program being offered by President Joe Biden because it's too woke, folks. Too, too woke. Too woke. What a freaking joke. I'm Ben Micellis, joined by Brett and Jordy Micellis. MAGA Mad Libs, where does it go next? It is a complete fascist circus, folks. That's what it is. So I see not much has calmed down uh, since I was away. <laughs> just look, listen to this intro, which just seems to have gotten crazier and crazier and crazier. But I got to say, it is really, really great to be back with the Midas Mighty. I really missed everybody here uh, while I was away on vacation. And I want to give a huge thank you to the brothers. Thank you for holding it down while I was away. I am so grateful. I want to give a huge thank you to Salty, a huge thank you to the entire Midas Touch team for making things run so smoothly while I was away. I was checking in on all the amazing content that you guys were delivering on a daily basis, and it was absolutely excellent. At the same time, it was nice to get a little mental vacation as well from all the chaos and all the news. And I got to say, being away gives you a, a, a different perspective, I think, as well, or, or really elevates just the craziness uh, that you're seeing in this country. And folks, I just want to say, it's not normal. None of this is normal. This evil force of the Republican Party out there, it is not a normal thing. Like going about my day, not really being super connected to everything in the US while I was abroad. I was in Japan for, for 10 days and being there, occasionally checking my phone, going on Twitter and seeing Donald Trump's face screaming at me when I logged on, saying, your workers are going to hell. Union workers, you're going to I, I'm like, it's so bizarre that we have like a cartoon supervillain who is just releasing. There was the one day he released like 138 videos. Yeah. <laughs> he released like, like dozens and dozens and dozens of videos just screaming at you as if he's like Dr. Evil or something. And no offense to Dr. Evil for that comparison. I, I, I don't want to harm the reputation of Dr. Evil. Yeah, don't, don't do that to Dr. Evil. But, but, but just like a deranged madman and seeing all these people from abroad. It really gives you perspective and, and just shows you how crazy they are. But anyway, uh, we, we could talk about my trip a bit more on the Midas After Show on Patreon. But for now, I'll toss it to Jordy. Wow. Jordy, it's good to be back with you. How you doing? I see what you did there. You called it the Midas After Show. And so I know you've been Midas away for more. a while, but it's actually called Midas More. And I'm just going to keep correcting you guys until we get it right. Brett, it is so good to have you back, big bro. Ben, you buried the lead in the intro. Brett is back. Brett is back. I just see the comment section going crazy. We're all excited for Brett being here. Uh, show, man, we, we, we held it down without y'all. I think we did a good job. We had some fantastic hosts, be it Michael Cohen, Karen freeman Agnifilo, Michael Popak filling in for you. But come on. Come on. This show is no show without Brett. 
Brett is back and Brett on the after show at patreon.com slash Midas Touch. We've already talked about the origin story of Karen Friedman, Agnifilo, and Michael Popak on the Patreon site. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Midas Touch. Make sure you spell Midas Touch correctly. M-E-I-D-A-S-T-O-U-C-H. We don't have outside investors here at the Midas Touch Network. So the way we build this network is through, I think, truly fun and unique ways to engage with the community, like all of the emojis you see right here on our YouTube. In addition to that, we have a Patreon, which is separate and different, but we do our after show on the Patreon. So if you want to see our after show, go to patreon.com slash Midas Touch and make sure you subscribe. And Brett, we will talk about your trip to Japan, what uh, perspective you got out there. And as we approach now with, sadly to say this, summer coming to its end and we approach a busy season, Congress will be returning from recess. And, you know, like an annoying alarm clock, eh, 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 you have Marjorie Taylor Greene out there as if on cue posting all of these completely insane things. Donald Trump is doing the same. That is how MAGA Republicans return to Congress. But we will be ready to expose all of their gaslighting, all of their lies, as we have done before. Will we are well rested and ready to go? So on Labor Day, Brett, you know, I, I didn't make that up in the intro that Donald Trump literally said to workers like "You're going to hell." That was a direct quote um, from Donald Trump. And first, let's just show a comparison, like. This is what Donald Trump was doing, and then I'll show you what President Biden was doing today. So here is Donald Trump. Play this clip. You're going to hell, and your bosses are leading you right down the tubes. You shouldn't pay your fees. They get these big fees from all of their workers, and it doesn't matter how bad they are, they'll endorse a Democrat, even though the Democrat's selling you down the tubes. You shouldn't pay those dues. You should not pay your dues because they're selling you to hell. You're gonna be going to hell. You're not gonna have any jobs. All those cars are gonna be made in China. Every one of them. You can forget it, Michigan. You can forget it, South Carolina. You can forget it, everybody. All of those cars are going to be made in China. So everything he says is completely and absolutely wrong. So like, whenever I want to know what's actually going to happen, MAGA Republicans are the greatest counter indicator. So like when I when they were saying things were going really bad in Ukraine, I was like, okay, Ukraine must be making some really significant advances. Like the more MAGA Republicans say that things are getting worse, that just tells me, all right, things must be actually doing really good. And sure enough, like even like in Ukraine, they broke through like the first line of Russian defenses and things are now moving at a much more significant pace. But again, everything that this is the same person, inject bleach into your arm, you're going to hell. It, it's <laughs> It, 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 it is an Hell's insane. been on his mind lately, though. Like, have you noticed that? There's, there's been a string of at least two truth social posts that I could think of off the top of my head. And now this video where Donald Trump keep, keeps referencing people going to hell. I wonder if uh, a psychologist can tell me what they think the meaning of that is, that hell seems to be on Donald Trump's mind. You know, when, 
when he gives that business advice, though, like there's no one worse at business than him, his his entire life, right? You know, this is someone who's inherited all of the money that he had from his dad, bankrupted everything that he touched, came up with phony and fraudulent valuations on assets to basically rob from Peter to pay Paul. And then when he ran out of money, just basically declare bankruptcy. He deals with this ridiculous grift in order to pay his legal fees. He's not the person who should be speaking about what workers should be doing at all. The one thing that he did do with his tax plan was to absolutely screw workers over, screw unions over at each and every turn. Everything he did was how could you harm workers? And I think when you watch a clip like that, and as we talk about what's going on uh, during Labor Day, there truly is this seamless corollary to Trump's deposition transcript that was released. Because as he's there talking about, it's just common sense. So, so do you come up with an appraisal? Why would I need to come up with an appraisal for? That would take too much time. So, so, so what do you base it on? Just common sense. The Saudis will buy it. Well, wh what do you think that Mar-a-Lago's valuation is? $1.25 billion. Okay, well, what about the NFTs? Each one of those NFTs is worth $85,000. Okay. What 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 about Turnberry? Well, what what would the Saudis pay me for that? The Saudis would pay me billions for that. I mean, right at the same time that the Saudis gave Jared Kushner uh, two billion dollars to invest into. I mean, like it's all staring us right in the face, right there, right? He puts Jared Kushner as the head of Middle East policy. Unlike Hunter Biden, who didn't work for the government, Jared Kushner did work for the government. Jared Kushner couldn't get a security clearance. Jared Kushner was responsible for Middle East policy and then gets $2 billion from the Saudis. Then the Saudis play golf at the Trump golf course, and Trump says that people don't know what happened on 9-11. The guy's spreading 9-11 conspiracies, and then he has the audacity on Labor Day to say to workers, you're going to hell. I mean, we get that, right? Like, like yeah. that's in, like we get how insane. Not, that not is. a coincidence. Not, not a coincidence. I'm going to say, and I'll even add to that. I think that you have to even take it a step further and look into why has Saudi Arabia invested so much money into social media apps such as Twitter? Why are they like the largest mm -hmm. shareholder of something like Twitter under Elon Musk and continue to be a bigger influence of that app? And I think it involves all of this as well. I think their motives are not profit, as we could see by the declining valuations of Twitter as a lot of people leave the platform, as the platform continuously breaks. Sorry, X. X is what it's called now, I guess. If Nobody calls it that, though. But as you could see, why would Saudi Arabia put so much money into this app that is bound to lose money? Because it's not about profit. It's not about making money. This was a tool that was used during the Arab Spring. This was a tool that was used in order to overthrow uh, oppressive uh, governmental structures in the Middle East. Saudi Arabia views this as an important tool to spread their disinformation and to go after dissidents. And we're seeing the first instances of them actually going after people who dared to retweet things negative of the Saudi uh, round 
crown prince. And that is really their motivations behind this. They get to use this app now for these nefarious purposes and the disinformation spreading, it all plays right into it. And you're constantly seeing this messaging set up through there that is the opposite of reality to Ben's point. Whatever is happening is the opposite of reality. What we saw, just a small example, what we saw just over the weekend, we saw those Nazis in in Florida. You know, these are MAGA, Nazis, swastikas out there in full force. Literal Nazis. Literal Nazis. I'm not just calling random. These were literal Nazis out there. In front of Disney. In front of Disney near, I think, one of the Holocaust museums that is out there in Florida. And so what was trending today on Twitter? Biden's Nazis or Nazis for Biden. That's how this disinformation machine works. It pinpoints and it does the exact opposite of everything there is. It is designed to gaslight. It is designed to spread disinformation. And frankly, the entire Republican Party right now is not even a political party. It is one big, giant disinformation machine that is designed to poison the informational landscape and to poison the way we all think. And that is one of the things that we are fighting against here. It's that disinformation. It's just the obvious constant lies that they are using to manipulate their base and manipulate Americans for their own power. I mean, think about it. I mean, look, you have Laura Loomer, and Marjorie Taylor Greene, two different branches of kind of MAGA Republican cult worship of Donald Trump, right? They like hate each other, um, but they're all part of this cult movement. Like who loves the cult more is basically the competition. Brett, to your point, you have Laura Loomer who was just taking photos with Donald Trump and hanging out with him last week saying that the Nazis were CIA agents and FBI agents in disguise. I mean, again, a total deranged conspiracy, right? That's what Laura Loomer that, saying. That's so, their main talking point. They're the, the, the Nazis are always feds. Uh, that yeah, was and, one of their talking and, points of January 6th. Well, yeah, and I'm going to show you that in a second, Jordy, right? Because you have Laura Loomer say, wow, look at the CIA tied Nazi boneface trying to intimidate me by saying my name. You do know that as a felon, it's illegal for you to be operating a ham radio. Given the fact that you're a felon who was arrested by the FBI in, in 2012 for domestic terrorism. And so they basically say that this Nazi is a Fed and a CIA agent, which is just absolutely, utterly absurd. So that's kind of one branch. Of Everyone Maggot. who gets in trouble on their side just coincidentally happens to be a Fed, right? It's it, They can never take responsibility that their own actions, their own words are what caused these things and that these are their people. And instead of just saying, you know what? these are bad people. I denounce them. They have to go a step further and it has to be some sinister plot. This is done by the left. This is done by the Democrats. This is done by the feds. No, it's done by somebody you inspired. You could just denounce them and say, yeah, you know what? Nazis are bad. I don't agree with that. Or I guess you could do whatever it is the hell that you're doing and and you, you made your decision. Well, you know why they don't take responsibility for it, Brett, is because they don't live in reality. They don't. They don't. They don't live in reality. They refuse to live in reality. And I don't think we'll play the video of these Nazis at Florida. But if you watch the video, what you'll see is you'll see a lot of people, you know, um, wearing these masks. You know, you see the the guy with the tattoos on his face. He he's talking in front of Disney or whatever, and then behind him are are more Nazis. You know, in their in their mask, trying to hide their faces. 
that to me really reminds me is actually a good metaphor for the Republican Party to your point there, Brett, is because what you're, you're going to go there, you're going to go so far as to spread this hate so publicly, so loud, so in your face, and then refuse to unmask yourself and say, hey, I stand behind these values like this is me. To me, well, there's, then, there's then, a then of course, right the there. hypocrisy of the fact that that's when they're okay with wearing masks when they're Nazis. But <laughs> that that's too. a whole that, that too. That, that, so the hypocrisy is always there. Okay, then uh, you have Marjorie Taylor Greene going on on the Infowars show, like literally run by someone who was found liable for defamation of the family members of school shooting victims. Yeah, Ben, you like, should be able you should be able to stop there, Ben. You should be able to stop there and say like that is worthy of being expelled from Congress. A sitting member of Congress appearing on a show with Alex Jones, that right there should be 24/7 news. Right. It should lead the news cycle in and of itself regardless of the conversation that then proceeded from there. If that were a Democrat, that would be a news story for weeks and weeks and weeks and resignations would be demanded and rightfully so. But then you have Marjorie Taylor Greene do it. And it's just like, oh, it's Monday. Oh, Marjorie Taylor Greene with Alex Jones. It's Monday. But then then what did she go on to say? That uh, that the that the God was punishing, among other things, that God was punishing the people at Burning Man for not being religious enough, and uh, among among okay. other things like that. I mean, that's what that's what she was going on saying there, spreading that uh, conspiracy. But to your point, Brett, like, could you imagine if? You had like Democratic Congress member Jamie Raskin, like a constitutional scholar, just shows up on like Alex Jones and 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 just says, to your point, Brett, like anything. Like if, if Jamie Raskin, this is about standards, right? So if Jamie Raskin, for all of the things that I think he's done great, his work in holding Donald Trump accountable, his work, you know, bringing insurrectionists to justice, his stick of congressional investigations directed at the right people, like everything that Jamie Raskin, I think, has done great. If he were to show up on Alex Jones and just do anything, I guess, other than basically say, you know, you are a horrific human being to Alex Jones. But like, even if he did that, for me, the lack of judgment of even going on Alex Jones, for all of my support for Jamie Raskin, Hakeem Jeffries, you, you name a Democrat who I support, if they did that once, almost regardless of what they said, I'd be like, I'm done. I'm not, I'm, I'm not supporting these people because you have to have standards and Brett, it's, it's, it's a, it's a perfect point that you, I, I saw, I saw this debate the other day and I know we keep getting sidetracked and we still haven't showed Biden's Labor Day message to compare it to Trump. So you're going to hell. We get uh, sidetracked on the show. Occasionally, occasionally, but you know, we, we take yeah, it in actually. good directions though. These are, you got to zig, you got to <laughs> zag, you got to go with the flow. You don't know what's going to happen on the Midas touch podcast. <laughs> and, and, and by, by the way, while I was saying all that, I completely lost my train of thought. Okay, I, I remember what I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> um, is, here's what I'm Welcome back. So, you, you know, I, I, I've seen this debate play out time and time again, and it's kind of a, a similar way of brushing off the kind of both sides of everything, right? Oh, well, both sides do it, right? Both sides, both sides. We need to show both sides. And I, I saw a debate the other day occurring online that was basically like, well, both sides live in an echo chamber. And I was just kind of like, okay, maybe, maybe, but I'm going to call bullshit on this because there's there's one one key difference between these two echo chambers. In one echo chamber, if you want to call it that, you have people echoing facts, 
you know, different analysis on the law. You have people trying to spread positivity, people speaking about democracy, people doing things on a factual basis. On the other end, you have an echo chamber of just lies and deceit and disinformation. And you could say, oh, you know, this this, this, this the, the usual response. Well, the other side thinks that about the other side too. Okay, you could think what you want. But let's look at what happens when you're actually in a court of law. Let's look at what happens when people are under oath. What are they saying? What are the judgments being made in various courts? What are what what is actually happening when the truth actually has to be uttered? There is a clear truth and there are there are clear lies. So when you try to equate the two as, oh well, both sides just live in their own worlds, I guess. Like I'm sorry, I'm not going to accept that framing. There is a small but loud vocal minority in this country that is simply not living in any semblance of reality whatsoever. And some of those people are there because I, I don't know if it's mental illness or they just want to accept this alternative reality. Some of them know that it's all bullshit and they are just doing this to grift those other supporters. But either way, no matter how you frame it, they're all living in this I don't even want to call it an alternate reality because there's nothing real about it. They are living in just a world of utter lies. And I'm tired yeah. of this false equivocation between the two. Well, 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 both sides feel that way about the other side. Well, there's what there's truth, right? Like truth exists, right? Marjorie Taylor Greene going on Alex Jones's show, not good, right? Like we should be able to agree on that. And when we posted the article where Marjorie Taylor Greene said uh, that God was responsible. She, God wanted to punish the people at Burning Man, uh, and that's why the rains happened in Burning Man to punish the people who angered God. When we posted that, you know, you get all the blue check comments on Twitter now. The blue check comments are the people who 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 pay Elon, and they they lean mostly towards that disinformation chamber of thinking, the, just the pure lies. And so the top comments on the posts were not "she's crazy," but were "well, she's right." And that is also one of these things that you need to look at and see, okay, why is this happening? Why are these people using this tool to just spread blatant lies? And that is just absolute BS. Yet these are the people being uplifted by these platforms. And these are the people who the GOP claims as their own. And this is the way they spread their disinfo. To, and, and Brett, like, I don't know if you saw this and if we have it, that'd be great. This Peter Baker from New York Times promoting Glenn Kessler from the Washington Post's article. Yeah, perfect. You've got it. So this is what Peter Baker, again, so Peter Baker is from the New York Times. He's posting a Washington Post reporter, Glenn Kessler. So again, these are two large legacy media networks, right? And these two people are supposed to be the best and the brightest that they are representative of large legacy media reporters, right? And this is what Peter Baker wrote over the weekend. He said, as president, Biden has continued a tradition of embellishing his personal tales in ways that cannot be verified or are directly refuted by contemporaneous accounts. Then it says, Glenn Kessler, Washington Post, breaks them down. It, it's an interesting phrasing of it also, right? That says, in ways that cannot be verified. So, I mean, number one, 
try to verify it, number one. Number two, it says, or directly refuted by contemporaneous accounts. That also doesn't mean that it's not true. There could be people who refute things all the time. And if you want to compare someone refuting whether or not there is an embellishment, <laughs> right? Does someone refute that you may have embellished 10 to 12 or 10 to 15 or or, or whatever? You want, to comp- you want to compare that to the fact that Donald Trump wants to overthrow our democracy and enact fascism, that they're singing songs with the January 6th insurrectionists? You know, the power of the pen or the power of the microphone, where you aim it, right, is one of the most significant responsibilities of a responsible journalist, right? And so for them to be spending this time as our democracy hangs by a thread focusing on the fact that there may be some people who are enemies of President Biden who refute slight embellishments, that's how you are, that's what you want to report. And then, by the way, fine, you want to you want to write that story. Well, then you better be freaking relentless and fearless in the face of fascism. You, you want to do, here's an embellishment, then you better every day recognize the threat that Republicans have leaders like Marjorie Taylor Greene on with Alex Jones, that you have the MAGA Republican Speaker of the House sending congressional delegations to sing freaking lullabies with the January 6th insurrectionists. That's where the first congressional delegation goes. And like people don't talk about that. Like we have to pretend that that just didn't, that that doesn't happen. Or that when you did turn over January 6th footage, you didn't turn it over to the public, but the MAGA Republicans turned it over to Tucker Carlson, who meanwhile praises Putin and praises Russia and spreads more lies and disinformation than anybody. And then look at what Marjorie Taylor Greene says in her own words. The reason why she just wants Tucker to have it and not the public to have it, because you would say, okay, well then make it public because they are worried about a group called the Sedition Hunters who may use facial recognition software to identify more January 6th insurrectionists. And so you have that as the Republican Party, and you're saying that what? You're upset that President Biden says that he went to, he goes to Delaware four weekends and he goes to Delaware three weekends? Like, is the, like that's what we're talking about for real? Brett, you're on mute. Are, are we going to get more into the Marjorie Taylor Greene stuff uh, a little we'll later? Get into because, more of the Marjorie Taylor Greene. While, 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 while we're on the media, because I am excited to talk about the Marjorie Taylor Greene, and we do got to play that Biden clip because Biden absolutely ripped Trump and took him head on. Deep tease on the Biden clip. Deep tease. Thirty minutes. Deep tease. I love it. But I also wanted to show on along the lines of the media this headline that ran over the weekend about DeSantis and Biden, and we're going to speak about. This 
story also in a little bit about uh, President Biden going down to Florida to deal with the hurricane and and tell the people of Florida that he was there to help. This is how the New York Times framed it. Now, President Biden went down to Florida and Ron DeSantis refused to meet with him. He made up some BS excuse. Oh, the security apparatus won't let me. The, the reality is, is that DeSantis didn't want to be seen in a photograph with President Biden during his campaign, even though it is a failing, disastrous campaign. But this, our great liberal mainstream media, as they want to call it, the liberal media, this liberal. is what the New York Times headline ran. And let me know if you read this, let me know if you take this as Ron DeSantis refused to meet with President Biden in Florida. I'm just going to show it right now. Tell me how this reads. Headline, New York Times, Biden won't meet DeSantis during tour in Florida during tour of hurricane damage. Wow. Yeah, wow. Wow. I mean, look, that's why it's so important that we have websites like MidasTouch.com that, that bring you the truth. Because what are you getting with, what do you, like, legacy media is so not up for this moment, Ben. I just need to reread this headline again. Biden, Biden won't, won't meet, meet DeSantis. Let me read it for all our audio listeners. Biden won't meet DeSantis in Florida during tour of hurricane damage. Though President Biden said earlier, pull it back up, I'll read the sub-headline. Though President Biden said earlier on Friday that he would see Ron DeSantis on Saturday, the governor's office said there were no plans for a meeting. Like, you have to try to write that dumbest headline ever to describe the situation that took place. Do we have when President Biden was asked, hey, so DeSantis doesn't want to meet with you? By the way, I completely abhor Rick Scott, the MAGA Republican senator who was involved in the largest Medicare fraud scam, right? As President Biden is using Medicare to negotiate for lower prescription drug prices, the senior senator in the state of Florida, Rick Scott, was involved in the single largest Medicare fraud in American history. And that's how he got all of his money to run for government. And he pled the fifth hundreds of times during his deposition and the company actually had to enter into like a, they had to admit to what they did so this isn't like did he do it did he not do it like well the company had to pay billion dollar settlements to deal with it um so play this clip though first of president biden when he was asked why desantis um wasn't going to be there what's your message for desantis play this clip uh, i don't think he's going to be there we're going to take care of Florida. Do you agree with him that the security apparatus is strong enough? Do you? And so the reporter said, do you believe with him, DeSantis, that the security apparatus isn't strong enough? Meaning... DeSantis's office made the excuse, not Biden, that the security apparatus is not strong enough for DeSantis to be in the same room with President Biden, which is complete and utter BS. And then President Biden responds, do you believe that? And the New York Times headline, pull it up one more time based on that encounter, Biden won't meet DeSantis in Florida during tour of hurricane damage. And so look, when I speak with Americans when I I was at dinner last night right and you know and someone was saying look I Ben I hate Donald Trump 
It is someone who doesn't watch a lot of news. I, I hate Donald Trump. We would never vote for Donald Trump. But also, you got to admit that President Biden is just really bad. You, you, you got to admit that, right? And all. And then I said, well, what are you, like, what are you basing that on? You know, and I wanted to do it in a very kind of civil and nice way. And frankly, it's it's headlines like that. So on the one hand, you've got right-wing fascist propaganda media like Fox and the New York Post literally injecting disinformation in people's veins every single day, right? That's one whole contingency, and they do it ferociously, right? And then your large legacy media, you got the New York Times doing that. Biden won't meet DeSantis in Florida. So to some extent, when the person's asking me these questions, I have to recognize that they're being fed a diet of consistent lies over and over again. And how we address that collectively is, guess what, everybody? We're now the number one live news show on YouTube right now in the world, thanks to all of you. And so with the 20,000 people who are in the chat, did I embellish it? Is it 19.7 thousand? Is New York Times going to do a headline again? It's actually, you, you lowballed it. You, you lowballed the valuation. <laughs> it's actually 21,300. Did I embellish? Is New York Times going to do a story? So, so, for, <laughs> so for everybody who is here, it is incumbent upon us and the exponential power that we all have as part of this community to spread the truth. And that's why this show... There's no, we're not doing hit pieces on people. I'm not like sources told me that Ron DeSantis or sources told me Marjorie Taylor Greene. No, I'm saying here's what she freaking said. These are her words. Here is the video. Speaking of which, we got to play that video of President Biden. But first, Brett, let's take our first quick break of the day. <laughs> Did you know that your temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality? If you wake up too hot or too cold, I highly recommend that you check out Miracle Made's bed sheets. Inspired by NASA, Miracle Made uses silver infused fabrics and makes temperature regulating bedding so you can sleep at that perfect temperature all night long. Now, using silver infused fabrics originally inspired by NASA, Miracle Made sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at that perfect temperature all night so you get better sleep every night. These sheets are infused with silver that prevent up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresh three times longer than other sheets. No more gross odors. Miracle sheets are luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands and feel as nice, if not nicer, than the bed sheets used by some five-star hotels. Stop sleeping on bacteria. Bacteria can clog your pores, causing breakouts and acne. Sleep clean with Miracle. Go to trymiracle.com slash Midas to try Miracle Made Sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo code Midas at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash Midas and use the code Midas to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Midas to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this. Now let's take a quick break to talk about our next partner, Mosh. As the years progress, it's so important to stay on top of your mental health and fitness. Frankly, life gets busy, and sometimes you end up sacrificing good foods and snacks for unhealthy ones strictly because they may seem more convenient. Now, whether at the gym, on the go, or between meals with the fam, 
Mosh protein bars are the smart snack to keep your brain and body fit, fueled, and feeling good. With six delicious flavors, each Mosh bar comes packed with 12 grams of protein and made with ingredients that support brain health, like ashwagandha, lion's mane, collagen, and omega-3s. At 160 calories and only one gram of sugar, Mosh protein bars are the guilt-free snack your brain and body will crave. Your brain, it's your number one tool, which is why Mosh protein bars were mindfully formulated by some of the world's top neuroscientists and functional nutritionists. Founded by Patrick Schwarzenegger and Maria Shriver, Mosh is a mission-driven brain health and wellness company that donates a portion of all proceeds to support women's brain research through the Women's Alzheimer's Movement at Cleveland Clinic. I absolutely love Mosh protein bars. They're delicious. They're savory. They're the perfect smart snack to keep your brain and body fit-fueled and feeling good. We're constantly doing different videos or podcasts here or just a bunch of different tasks. So I'm able to enjoy Mosh protein bars easily and enjoyably throughout the day whenever I need it. Don't settle with a mediocre snack when you can nourish your body and mind with the fuel it needs to succeed. So whether you're at the gym, on the go, or just living your best life, Mosh protein bars will keep your brain and body fit-fueled and feeling good. Head to moshlife.com slash Midas to save 20% off plus free shipping on your first six-count trial pack. That's 20% off plus free shipping on your first six-count trial pack, which includes all six mouth-watering flavors. M-O-S-H-L-I-F-E dot com slash Midas. Welcome back. Let's go. Midas Touch podcast. Hey. Labor Day. We're going to talk about President, we promised we're going to talk about President Biden's speech in Philadelphia because President Biden talking about the Infrastructure Act, the Inflation Reduction Act, the CHIPS Act, jobs, jobs, jobs. I want to compare what President Biden did though, the normalcy the intelligence, the compassion. Going back to that dinner I was talking about, you know, I I, I was very gently, you know, in the conversation, I was trying to be very delicate, as, as, as is often my nature in these communications that I have anyway, basically saying like, what would you want Biden to be doing though? Like, I, I get that you're repeating a phrase that you think that He's old, but let's not be ageist. Like, uh, wh- why is that all of a sudden like everybody, you know, I'm not suggesting this person was, they, they were parroting a line that we hear, yes, President Biden is on the older side. He's still doing incredible work. And I rather have just a compassionate, deliberate, and very intentional person making strategic moves surrounded by the most intelligent group of people that our country has to offer as aides and advisors than a ranting and raving lunatic. Uh, Perhaps with social media, our TikTok generation has so pervaded the psyche that in order for us to contemplate what a sophisticated orator and leader is they got to like be wacky and they got to blah, 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 blah. like but no that's actually <laughs> not that's not actually at all what i want in a leader Agreed. i want someone to be unflinching i want someone to be intentional if they have to use notes 
so that we can make sure that every line and sentence and period and comma is perfectly done so that there is no ambiguity in things that are life and death. That's what I want. And someone who has a wealth of experience and we see the tangible results, I was like, what else do you want Biden to actually do? Like right now, there's not much in terms of legislation that can be passed because you have the MAGA Republicans controlling the House of Representatives and they're focused on Hunter Biden's dick right now, okay? They're fo- they're focused on Hunter Biden dick pics and showing nudies during congressional committees. Like I'm like I'm not making that up, but when Democrats controlled both chambers of Congress, the House and the Senate and the executive branch, if they just did one of those things, if they just did the Chips Act, bringing the billions of dollars of the semiconductor industry, you'd be like, whoa, it's pretty impressive. If they did the Inflation Reduction Act, you would be like, whoa, that is as historic as you can be. If they did just the Infrastructure Act, you would say, isn't that the thing that Donald Trump promised to do every single week and then didn't deliver on? And not only did President Biden do it, but he's ushered in a manufacturing boom that has benefited 99% of Americans and workers. And so, 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 and then you talk about the PACT Act. You talk about everything that he's done in the face of Republican chicanery to help students. You, you, you want to talk about things within the acts themselves, having Medicare reduce prescription drug prices and negotiate prescription drug prices to make them lower. You want to talk about reducing the cost of insulin to like mm-hmm. $35 a month. I mean, any one of these things you would be – so w- w- what else – do you want him to do a freaking cartwheel? I'm sorry, he can't do cartwheels. Like, do you do you want like do you want we, him to hit a home? That. We don't know that. I just want to do you want do you want him to hit a home run? Do you want him to hit a home run in City Field or Yankee Stadium when a 95 mile per hour fastball is going to pit? No, he's not. That's not what he's going to be able to do. But you know, if if, if you want to see him riding a bicycle and that makes you feel better while Donald Trump, you know, does whatever he does in the golf course and then lies about it. If that makes you happier, you can see like, what is it that you want the guy to do? And speaking of MAGA Republicans controlling Congress so that people have, we have to restore basic civics. And one of the things why MAGA Republicans want to destroy the Department of Education, destroy our education system, they don't want people to know like how basic things happen, like how the government works. And so while the MAGA Republicans control the House of Representatives, in order for a bill to become a law, it has to pass in both chambers. It has to pass in the House and it has to pass in the Senate. So while Democrats control the Senate, they don't control the House anymore. And then for people who are like, well, why aren't Democrats investigating Jared Kushner? Because the party that controls has subpoena power. And the MAGA Republicans, instead of subpoenaing Jared Kushner and doing the types of investigation that Democrats want, they are focused on saying that spies of China are their whistleblowers and the fact that they're spies makes them more credible. So we have to understand at just a basic level the way government works. And this is what Marjorie Taylor Greene is posting. This is what their priorities are. This is what her and Kevin McCarthy, this is not a fringe figure anymore. This is mainstream MAGA Republican. And she says, 
I called for releasing the January 6 tapes, the surveillance footage at the Capitol building, and stopped doing so when it was explained to me that groups like sedition hunters would use facial recognition software to go after more vulnerable people. After seeing the horrific inhumane treatment of pretrial J6 defendants in the D.C. jail in 2021 and being one of the few members of Congress that is against the persecution of J6ers, I was afraid the DOJ would unjustly target more people. But if they can use facial recognition, why can't we? Our patriots can find the feds and or provocateurs who were involved in January 6th that the DOJ protects. I'm all for releasing the tapes, exclamation point, despite the fact that like none of that even makes sense. Like the whole paragraph, even if you're trying to like logically follow what, so what are you saying? Are you for releasing the tapes? Are you against releasing the tapes? Because it sounds like you're against it and now you're for it. If it can be used to attack the FBI and the Department of DOJ, then you're for it. Otherwise, you're against it. But just even think about this, like continuing to spread the lie that the feds were involved in January 6th saying that the reason she doesn't want the tapes released is because she wants to stop the persecution of J6ers. And then she like posts like Joe Biggs, who was the tip of the spear, like Joe Biggs, like proud boy terrorist who was sentenced to 17 years by a Trump appointed judge, Judge Tim Kelly, who slashed in half what the DOJ was asking for. The DOJ wanted like 30 years. The Trump appointed judge gave 17 years. And so she goes, she goes, Joe Biggs just received 17 years for this. How many BLM Antifa rioters were even charged? Are any in prison? And the short answer is just freaking Google it because the, actually the answer is yes. Yes. There have been dozens of people who were involved in arson and involved in crimes arising out of the protest after George Floyd was murdered, who were convicted and charged and went to jail. So the answer actually is, I I understand you want to spread this conspiracy and try to conflate the two, which you shouldn't conflate the two because it's not overthrowing our democracy. There's a big difference to responding to the police killing an unarmed black man than trying to overthrow our democracy as part of a vicious fascist MAGA cult. But a, a lot of people have been prosecuted in connection with those protests. And everything is a conspiracy. Everything is a lie with them. That is who the MAGA Republicans are today. Uh, this was the new one from today also. Uh, Laura Loomer, who's Marjorie Taylor Greene's nemesis, who we brought up before, but is equally or perhaps even more nuts. Um, he, he, here's, he, she cracked the code for January 6th today. You want to hear what? Who, oh, who she January? Cracked. It's cracked. She, cracked. Cracked. She, she figured it all out. You know who, who actually uh, did it. January 6th? Are you ready for oh. this? Ukraine. Yeah. Oh. Ukraine. Wow. Ukraine. Yeah. I didn't Ukraine. know that. Ukraine orchestrated January 6th in coordination with the CIA. This was people, what being spread today on Twitter by Laura Loomer and these magas. And this is the whole kind of peculiar – I'm not making this up, by the way. Like that's actually what they were spreading today. And uh, this is the most peculiar kind of conspiracy theory, the most – 
odd demand and just shows you the level of delusion by Maggie here. This constant call to release the tapes, release the tapes so we could see what really happened on January 6th. We all saw what really happened. January 6th was perhaps <laughs> one of the most videographed things, events in human history. It played out on live television. There were hours and hours of primetime January 6th hearings. All of that was uploaded to the internet for everyone to read. There were reports written. There were interviews conducted under oath. And even though Donald Trump says they deleted all of it, they weren't deleted. You could access them right now. All the footage that they're speaking about relevant to the clients are made available. You ready for this, Brett? You ready for this, Brett? You ready for this one? So oh. if they were if they were deleted, Right, which obviously they weren't because one, they're available online, and again, you can easily find it. Don't you think his lawyers, when they were asking for a trial extension, their main <laughs> argument, their number one, right? They wanted a 2026 trial date, right? Don't you think they'd go, Judge, we need a trial extension? Counsel, can you please state why? They destroyed the January 6th footage, and we now need to reconstruct it. If that was the case, I guarantee you. Judge Tanya Chutkin would have said to the DOJ, did you destroy the January 6th footage? And if they said yes, the case would be dismissed. Okay. So not only would there be an extension. It goes like, back to my point earlier that these arguments, the way you know they're bullshit is because they don't bring them up in court. And when they are actually faced yeah, under oath, they have to tell the truth or they face further penalties beyond that. But just the lies. And there's no end result of the January 6 tapes where Trump and MAGA look good. Because you know what's on that footage, people? It's a bunch of MAGA supporters beating up a bunch of police officers and trying to kill members of Congress. That is what's on these January 6 tapes. So they're never going to just release the tapes, right? They, they, all, all the calls, the, MAGA was furious today at Marjorie Taylor Greene. They were livid at her. They were calling her a rhino, a sellout. You led us astray. How dare you, Marjorie Taylor Greene? You said you're you would Marxist. put the, you, you're a Marxist, communist, fascist, rhino. <laughs> you said that you were going to put all the footage on the internet. You promised that you were going to put all of it. Why are you not releasing it anymore, Marjorie Taylor Greene? Why? Because if she releases it, it's a bunch of footage of a bunch of MAGA supporters beating a bunch of police officers and trying to kill members of Congress. That is why. So when they try to test these releases of the footage, what do they do? They can't just release the footage wide because what I said is on it is what is on this footage. We all saw it. We all saw what happened, uh, but they give it to T uh, Tucker Carlson. And that was perhaps one of the most single, most pathetic uh, moments on television in the history of the world. Tucker Carlson going, and look, January 6th, this wasn't that bad. Look, here's the QAnon shaman. Watch him walk peacefully through this hallway. And he was arrested. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. If you took a video of the 9-11 attackers walking on the plane and you go, oh yeah, the 9-11, they just walked on... What, so you're not allowed to go on a plane in this country anymore? Suddenly you're a terrorist? It sounds ridiculous. It's the same stupidity that Fox and Trump and MAGA are pushing. And so, but they've really backed themselves into a corner with this one where the MAGA supporters are going to be absolutely furious when inevitably this footage is not released because of what is actually on it. And they have to continue to make these excuses and spread these lies to try to gaslight their followers about what actually happened on that day, even though we all saw it with their own eyes. And look, instead of actually evidence, what do they do? They just do name calling, right? So rather than saying, look, 
We are going to show federal judge Tanya Chutkin that we are innocent, that there was no crimes committed. We are going to put on the evidence in court. What do they do? Donald Trump reposts Mark Levin. Who talks like that? And Mark, you know, and 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 Mark Levin just does these segments. Another judge from a Marxist. They're Marxist, Marxist family. Judge Chutkin is a Marxist, and it's like, okay, man, like, can you please, like, one, chill out. Number two, she's not a she's not a Marxist. She was confirmed unanimously. Every single senator who voted confirmed her because she's one of the most qualified people. But this is what you do if you don't have any evidence at all. What you also do is you post these kind of with a deranged lunatic post like Donald Trump does after New York Attorney General Letitia James files a summary judgment motion asking the New York state court judge to find that there are no disputed facts in her $250 million civil fraud case that she filed uh, against Donald Trump, his adult kids, other than Ivanka. She unfortunately got dismissed by the appellate division and the various Trump businesses. You know, normally what you would say is, I'm, I filed the summary judgment as motion as well, too, and I think that the case is going to be dismissed based on the underlying evidence. Or you think, hey, there is no merit to the allegations against me. I'm going to prove it. Is that what Donald Trump responds? No. By the way, like I can't even fathom it. Like You know how many summary judgments I've had to write and oppose in my legal career? Like imagine if every time I, I did a summary judgment, the opposing side was like, that idiot, that idiot, Micellus, he's a dis- disgusting. Like it's like, what do you, what are you, what are you talking about? Just put your, put your evidence forward. <laughs> like what, like, like, like lunatics, like freaking lunatic people, you know? And, and as Justice Arthur and Goran said during the preliminary injunction hearing, when there was a financial monitor, like Donald Trump has not put forward a scintilla of evidence to rebut the showing by the New York Attorney General Letitia James. Not a scintilla, not a declaration, nothing to rebut it. And what's so interesting about, you know, because Donald Trump filed the summary judgment motion too, and his main argument basically is that he wasn't involved in the financial statements. It was Eric's fault. We'll go over that in a little bit as well. <laughs> <laughs> it on Eric. I can't wait to hear this. He says in his deposition, he was like, the last time I really focused on it was about six years ago or five to six years ago. And well, who's doing it recently? Yeah, it, Eric and Weisselberg, you know, they were the ones who would be responsible. And so where there were, like he was presented like with data, just like clearly showing like, okay, it says that your apartment is 30,000 square, square feet is 10,000 square feet. It says Turnberry's valued at this. But here's what it's, you know, here's what it's actually valued at, you know, you know, far lower. He's like, well, I, 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 I don't know. Eric probably put that. And in any event, the Saudis would buy it for that much. You're kidding me? The Saudis would buy it for that. Yeah, that came up multiple multiple times in the deposition. Like like multiple times, his go-to defenses were the following. There is a, quote, worthless clause in his contract so that – It's a disclaimer, he says, that makes all of his financials worthless. 
and he calls it the worthless clause so that no one should believe what he says. Everyone calls it the worthless clause. Everyone, it's the strongest. This is what he says in the deposition. It's the strongest worthless clause. (laughs) That's not a thing. Like, how do people look at that guy and go, oh, that's a really smart business? Like, what are you talking? The the strongest worthless clause. So that was one of his main arguments, the worthless clause. The other one is that like Coca-Cola, because he was the president, his brand now is so strong that the Saudis would buy his properties for multiples of what the actual valuation is. Over and over again, he repeated that. And then he would say things like, like he would say, just out of nowhere, like, like, I guess the strategy of the person questioning was just like let him, like let him incriminate himself like yeah. let him show how liable he was because there wasn't like any like sir yes or no there was like none of that moment they just like let him basically like, okay pro- proceed <laughs> and then he would say you know mar-a-lago 1.25 billion dollars like like no it's not it's not one point you know the the the, the, the miami doral hotel he said was worth Billions, he said, with a B, was worth billions. Um, he said that the NFTs, one of the NFTs, he said that could sell for eighty-two thousand five hundred dollars for one of those like cowboy NFTs of him. You know, like those ridiculous NFTs that he sold. NFT like, is like, notoriously hot right now. Hot, totally, babies, hot, totally hot right now. Yeah. So you have Donald Trump posting things like this about Letitia James, saying a New York State Attorney General Letitia James, I was targeted, given no jury instructions, no extensions, no commercial division, no constitutional rights, no anything. The Democrat judge hates Trump with a passion. The thing I have is a great case based on phenomenal numbers that show a net worth billions of dollars more than she viciously and falsely claimed. Very little debt, big cash, a powerful disclaimer, blah, 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 whiny, whiny, whiny. And then it's like, I have no constitutional rights. It's like, dude, you could oppose the summary judgment motion. <laughs> you, you, you took, there was a deposition taken of you, okay? You're the one who's saying all of these things about you. But as you show the contrast between that's what Trump's saying and, and what's President Biden saying at the same time, he goes, seniors on Medicare are paying $35 a month for insulin thanks to the Inflation Reduction Act. President Biden saying it wasn't that long ago that America was losing jobs. My predecessor was one of only two presidents in the history who left office with fewer jobs than when he entered. We created more jobs in two years than a president has ever created in a single four-year term. And then in terms of the negotiating prescription drug prices, in 2022, it cost a senior up to $6,497 in out-of-pocket costs for just one of these drugs. That's unacceptable. By opening these drugs up to price negotiation, we're working to change that reality. You know, I I wonder, I mean, I mean this seriously though, and this is why we collectively here, this audience needs to spread this data and the facts and show, just show what they're saying. Oh, by the way, here's a post of Donald Trump uh, post showing his shirt that says never surrender. It's a photo of him on the shirt saying, you know, where he surrendered. That's a post of him. (laughs) You've got um, also this other AI photo of Donald Trump on his app selling like Donald Trump bucks, like a thousand dollar bill with Donald Trump's face on it. Trump bucks. Like I'm just, yeah, like there it is. And and do do you have the other photo of him, Brett, where the one where he's holding up the never surrender? Yeah. Like I'm just wondering like who out there, like who's on social security, you know, who 
this Medicare price negotiation is going to be helpful, whether you're a student, a senior, a veteran, like, and these are tangible things that government's doing for you. And you are seeing this AI Trump bucks and you're like, yup, <laughs> yup. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm talking about. A fake thousand dollar bill with Donald Trump's freaking face on it. Okay, we really do have to show that clip though of President <laughs> Biden. Brett, come. I, I like the way this episode has gone. Like it's been a little bit of a choose your own adventure. It's been a little bit of stream of, <laughs> but we've covered a ton of stuff. And I just want to remind everybody as well that we're going to do, we're going to cover Brett's vacation to Japan. Ooh. And we are going to do this after show thing that we do also. Where can more people see the after show? known as Midas Moore is patreon.com slash Midas Touch, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash M-E-I-D-A-S-T-O-U-C-H, patreon.com slash Midas Touch. So we don't take outside investors here at the Midas Touch Network. I know it's not the smartest way to operate this business, but I like the whole community aspect of it from the emojis to the Patreon. We all like kind of build it together. And you can see how we've grown, for example, the website. Yep. Because of the memberships and Patreon's after show and the emojis, all this fun stuff, we launched MidasTouch.com, which is absolutely crushing it with a big editorial team. That's MidasTouch.com as well. But go to Patreon.com slash MidasTouch. All right, when we and get that back- That link, that link real quick though, while we're still on, that link is now in the description of this YouTube. So people could just click the Patreon.com slash MidasTouch link if you go check out the description. I saw someone live ask for it. That's how you know the show is live. And I read the comments throughout the show. All of the good ones, and yes, even sometimes the bad ones that make fun of me. Okay, we're really going to show you when we get back, though, President Biden's remarks in Philadelphia, which we promised we were going to do at the outset. We're going to do it. We are absolutely going to do it when we get back from this final quick break of the show. I know a lot of you watching are entrepreneurs. You run your own business, and I run a business too. So I know how hard it is to manage your numbers, manage the trends, manage the market and budget, everything. But not every business is in the dark. Because of our sponsor today, NetSuite, 36,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all your KPIs, your key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. The power of having all this information in one place to make better decisions is truly unprecedented. And the offer that NetSuite provides has been a total game changer for my business and I know it will be for yours as well. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash Midas. That's netsuite.com slash Midas to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash Midas. All right, it's Labor Day. We are live here on the Midas Touch podcast. And I promise you, I would show you President Biden's statements in Philadelphia today. Very powerful. But again, I think it's important that we compare it 
the messages. One, what is Donald Trump saying? Two, what is President Biden saying? First, let me remind you, this was Donald Trump's message on Labor Day. Play the clip. You're going to hell and your bosses are leading you right down the tubes. You shouldn't pay your fees. They get these big fees from all of their workers. And it doesn't matter how bad they are, they'll endorse a Democrat, even though the Democrat's selling you down the tubes. You shouldn't pay those dues. You should not pay your dues because they're selling you to hell. You're gonna be going to hell. You're not gonna have any jobs. All those cars are gonna be made in China. Every one of them. You can forget it, Michigan. You can forget it, South Carolina. You can forget it, everybody. All of those cars are going to be made in China. Literally the person, I, I, I covered what he said in the deposition, the person who said that he just makes up his valuations because Saudi Arabia will pay him whatever he wants. Meanwhile, his son-in-law took $2 billion from Saudi Arabia. And by the way, we're legitimately in what economists are calling a manufacturing super cycle at the moment, where the United States of America is experiencing a manufacturing boom. And if you also narrow in on that manufacturing boom, one of the one of the industries that is specifically booming in this country is electric vehicles. What he just said is never going to be produced in the United States. It actually is being produced right now in the United States. In the U.S., as of now, thanks to the uh, all, all these bills, thanks yeah. to the Infrastructure Act, thanks to the Inflation Reduction Act, thanks to the Chips and Science Act, mm -hmm. has made the U.S. a manufacturing hub for all these things, has sparked this manufacturing super cycle. So, of course, he's also lying and projecting of his own failures when he completely sold us out to China and all these foreign nations. All right. Now, without further ado, wait, wait for it. Wait, <laughs> wait for it. The longest tease in Midas Touch podcast history, yeah. President Biden in Philadelphia. Play, play the clip. I'm going to make that a reality for every family in this country. And we are making it a reality. Nearly 13,500,000 jobs just since you got me sworn in in, in January of 2020. 800,000 new manufacturing jobs. But you wouldn't know from all the negative news you hear, but we're getting through this one of the greatest job creation periods in American history. For real, that's a fact. And you know, it wasn't that long ago we were losing jobs in this country. In fact, the guy who held this job before me was just one of two presidents in history. He was one of, no, but here's an important point, one of two presidents who left office with fewer jobs in America than when he got elected office. By the way, you know who the other one was? Herbert Hoover. Isn't that kind of coincidental? Look, but we're turning things around because of you. When the last guy was here, you were shipping jobs to China. Now we're bringing jobs home from China. When the last guy was here, when the last guy was here, your pensions were at risk. We helped save millions of pensions with your help. When the last guy was here, he looked at the world from Park Avenue. I look at it from Scranton, Pennsylvania. I look at it from Claymont, Delaware. Right, that's just the data. Like that is what the data is, yep. you know, and, 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 and Donald Trump, you know, look, if he wants to argue things were going great until I just completely destroyed the country with my response to COVID, <laughs> he doesn't say it like that, but like.
first off, that's not true. Like we were headed towards a recession under Donald Trump before COVID, number one. But number two, other presidents have dealt with global contagion and pandemics and epidemics and issues, right? And in very intelligent ways. And I firmly believe that if you had any, COVID is a once in a generational scorch. That's absolutely true. But it was also a once in a generation mishandling of it, where your policy is to imprison the main scientist who's responsible for your response, who has done it successfully for four decades in Dr. Fauci, you are not handling it in a responsible way. That's how the MAGA Republicans' response was to COVID. Let's lock up the smartest person. Let's lock him up. Lock up Dr. Fauci, the smartest person in America, and then let's tell people that you should inject yourself with bleach uh, and that like a miracle – it's all going to go away and then tell people that you shouldn't test because if you don't test and you just ignore it, then then you can pretend that it's not a real thing. Those were the low light points of what they did. You, you don't get to say, well, but if only I did this, if only I did that. I mean, just even look at the PPP program and how that was so poorly handled, right? I'm sure there are people who the PPP helped and who utilized it legitimately. But overwhelmingly where PPP funds went were to people connected with banks because banks earned commissions as pass-throughs, basically just to take money that was being printed by the government. And where do you think the banks earning massive commissions, where are they going to deploy the resources to? Who do you – do you think – JP Morgan has banking relationships with the factory workers, you know, who are now benefiting under Biden's economy. Do you think that the school teacher, do you think that the um, waiter or waitress, do you think that just in general, the hardworking, the hardworking American who's built a bill, they've got a banking relationship with a private wealth banker who can easily okay you know, millions of dollars? No. And so Trump's whole approach to even PPP was MAGA Republican approach to economy, which is just trickle it down to all of us, just trickle it down to us. And maybe we will just be graced with just a trickle. Like if you ask the American people, go to the American worker and say, what would you rather have? We could do a direct benefit to you. We can give you better working conditions, a better paying job. We can make sure that you have better benefits directly to you. That's option A. But let me tell you about option B. The CEO of your multinational corporation really wants his third private jet. Instead of giving those benefits to you, hear me out here. I can give that money to your CEO to buy his third yacht and third jet because, hear me out, hear me out, because then 
that money ultimately could then pay for the manufacturing of that jet. And then maybe one of the workers who works at the jet will get some of that. And then somehow that money will then go back into the economy. And then maybe you'll get a little trickle. You'll get a little trickle from that. So do you want the trickle or do you want to be empowered yourself for your hard work and your hours, right? And so the choice is so obvious. Frankly, the choice is so obvious with every issue. <laughs> if you put an issue in a referendum, if you talked about responsible gun ownership, if you talked about working conditions, if you talked about uh, you know, issues about protecting veterans, if you talked about lowering prescription drug prices, if you talked about infrastructure, if you talked about women controlling their bodies, we see what those are like in referendums, even in red states. If you just gave people the choice for choice, if you gave people the choice of responsible gun ownership, if you gave people the choice of empowering themselves through their work, they would side with all of these issues that the Democrats espouse. So if I were to come up with a plan, how can I get people to vote against their – how do I make people who see option A that benefits them vote for option B that benefits the billionaires and the people who go, you know what? How do I value something? Two billion. Go ask the Saudis. MBS will pay me, okay? Shut up. MBS is going to pay. How do we – allow people to say, look at A. How do you get people to vote against their interest, though, where one choice is so obvious, so clear? Well, you start coming up with wedge issues, right? You start talking about, well, this is so woke, and that is so woke, and Mr. Potato Head, and bathrooms, and uh, do, do, you, do you want this person going in the same bathroom as you? You know, and then you start talking about, oh, what about what about Dr. Seuss this, or they're coming for your ovens, they're coming for your stoves, they're not going to let you drink your beer that you like, even though it's total bullshit. You just say all of that, and then what do you do? Well, if you've got Fox and right-wing propaganda that benefits to the tune of billions of dollars and, frankly, other corporate media that benefits from it. They're willing participants in spreading the disinformation. So every single day you've got, you know, uh, you know whoever the next Tucker is, whether that's Jesse Waters or Mark Levin or one of these idiots, just like just cavalierly lying, just making up crap. Not database, not evidence based, just just saying it there every single day and pumped over and over and over again into the veins of its people. And it is absolutely, utterly absurd. And again, this is why we have to call out that behavior. I mean, look, look at what's taking place, for example, in Florida right now, right? Like, what did DeSantos just do? He vetoed what he considered to be woke funding. Right, like, like, think about this. Right, lawmakers in Tallahassee voted to apply for Florida's allocation of a federally ener a federal energy savings rebate program, which at roughly three hundred and forty-six million dollars is the third largest in the country behind California and Texas. Right, the Inflation Reduction Act signed into law by Biden a year ago created two energy efficiency rebate programs that could pay some or even all the costs of buying Energy Star rated appliances, adding insulation, or otherwise making your home more efficient. 
Commission. States would administer the programs, and each one must apply for its share of $8.8 billion in federal funds earmarked for these rebates, and some states may opt out. Some details on what homeowners stand to gain, just so you know, one program called the Home Electrification and Appliance Rebates offers up to $14,000. The other called the Home Efficiency Rebates offers up to $8,000. But Governor Governor DeSantis vetoed this measure because it was too woke for him, and now Florida gets no relief. If that doesn't go to show, but that's how they weaponize this woke, right? Mm-hmm. Woke, it's too woke. You you, you want health care? That's so woke. You want social security? Oh, that's just the, that's some woke lefty stuff. That's that's woke. You want you know you you want to protect veterans? Oh, that's so that's so woke. Or you know, and it's weaponized to make sure people vote against their own interests, and it's disgusting. Yeah, that's a literal example also of money that would be going straight into people's pockets and helping them on a personal level, not going to corporations, going to people so that they could buy these energy efficient products that will make their lives better, that will make their energy consumption better, that will help them in a place that needs it perhaps more than any other na- than any other state in the nation, Florida, and they get screwed because DeSantis says that energy rebate, that money from the federal government, that all we have to do is say, yes, we want it. Not going to do it. Too woke. Too woke. Too woke. And this is how Republicans across the country are hurting their own constituents on purpose, hurting their own constituents under the guise of, oh, I'm protecting you from those woke libs. You don't want to be with those woke libs. It's it's so obvious. And I know that we all see it, but I think pointing it out helps. And I think everybody out there spreading the message and being equipped yep. with the knowledge and being equipped with the strategies in how these politicians and how these so-called media organizations propagandize the truth in order to basically get voters to do their bidding for them, to do the bidding of these multinational corporations, to do the bidding of these billionaires. I think it is very important that all of us know exactly how they are manipulating the public. Woke has just ultimately become their crutch, Brett, to your point, for every little thing that they just don't want to critically analyze or, or to help their constituents with. When they use the term woke, all they're trying to do is figure out different ways to fundraise off their constituents from. These Republicans, be it Marjorie Taylor Greene, the Matt Gaetzes, they don't want to lead. They want to figure out ways to pocket fucking cat. Sorry, didn't mean to curse. To pocket cash. In- <laughs> random f, random f bomb. R- random f bomb to close the show. Uh, and it's just so, it's just so infuriating. That I think that's why the the random f bomb slipped out there. It's because, like, at at the best, like, imagine if both parties were just operating at its highest efficiency, but they're not, right? You have one party, the Democrats, who are who are the adults in the room that actually want to pass real legislation that helps the average American, that helps the average American family, and you have this Republican Party that just refuses is to live in any semblance of reality and just use words like woke and attack gas stoves and say, you know, the green M&M is woke and say Bud Light is woke, all in order to line their pockets with cash. It's just so sad. Call me naive, but I think Americans are getting it more and more each day. I agree. We see more and more polls of independents and people not affiliated with political parties. And, And even frankly, 
Republicans who view themselves as traditional conservatives, not this MAGA mutation, basically saying, yeah, like these people are absolutely crazy. Like, like these people are absolutely deranged. I, I get it. Donald Trump is a complete and utter grifter. And, and here's the thing too. It's hard for people to admit that. And when you study cult deprogramming or people leaving groups in general, where you truly analyze whether it's cult deprogramming theory or attachment theory, when someone leaves a group like that, the hardest part for them often is that they feel shame as they are dealing with the rest of society who they've been attacking and calling out. Because now when the person leaves the group, the cult or the group, whatever you want to call it, they have to admit that they were wrong. So sometimes people's reaction is actually counterintuitive. Rather than leaving what is wrong, you would think that would be the, 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 what the regular reaction should be. People will then go deeper down the rabbit hole to justify more of the wrong conduct to avoid the shame of leaving the cult. And that's why even people right now who, who are leaving and who are admitting it now that they were wrong and they were conned, I will always make sure to welcome them with open arms and hear them out. And there is always a place for people in this compassionate pro-democracy community. I truly believe that. E e even if January 6th alone wasn't the wake-up call for them, which is hard to believe. Um, but if people are even recognizing now, maybe it was that footage of Donald Trump, you know, attacking workers and saying, you're going to hell, you're going to hell. Maybe it's the mugshot t-shirts. You know, people could have different breaking points and we've heard lots of breaking points in different periods of time as we've covered this here since we've created the Midas Touch Network. I would just, I would just suggest this. You don't have to take my advice, but I would suggest that we all respond very compassionately to that. And we welcome people back to pro-democracy, back to normalcy. And I think that we all have to always remember that normalcy, compassion, humanity, dignity, supporting our democracy is so incredibly important. I want to thank everybody for watching. I want to remind you all, if you're able to, Check out the after show on Patreon. If you can support the network on Patreon, it goes a long way for us to keep building this network. We just rolled out MidasTouch.com. We've made a major investment there through the memberships, bringing on an editorial team and lots of writers. And I think MidasTouch.com is just an example of what we can build. Because otherwise, the way other media networks build, which I would never do, they reach out to this outside investor, and then the outside investor wants control, and then mm -hmm. they have some interest. They tell you, you have to do this or you have to do that. That's just not how we've operated this. Even though we've been approached lots of times to do that option, I reject that option every single time. That's just not how I've built this. That's not how we as a community have built it. So we come up with fun ways for us to engage and then grow the network. So if you go to patreon.com slash Midas Touch, P-A-T-R-E-O-N 
dot com slash Midas Touch. Remember to spell Midas Touch correctly. M-E-I-D-A-S-T-O-U-C-H. Patreon.com slash Midas Touch. Become a member. We will make available the after show for you. We'll talk about Brett's trip to Japan. Ooh. Maybe learn a little bit about Jordy's origin story. We, we promised might that. that. We, we might save we that for prom- the next one. We did promise that, that for we, this one. We'll you see. never we'll know see. what happens on the after show. Sometimes Here's the cool thing really quickly, Ben, about the after show too. If you join patreon.com slash touch, And again, it's in the description of the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube or on audio, you could just click that link and go straight there. Once you become a member, we have now a catalog of all of our Midas Moore slash after shows there. So, there, so if you join right now you can still see all of the ones that we've done previously i think that's a cool component that and, I just you get to to see and to clarify we we record the after show after this and then post it. i know oftentimes for new members after we'll get a lot of messages saying where do i watch the live after show it's not a live after show we record it right after this and then we post it so you could expect it you know 30 yeah. minutes 45 minutes yeah after Show. Yeah, we have there, for example, the origin story of Karen Friedman Agnifilo, the awesome. origin story of Michael Popak, how I met Popak is in there as well. So again, patreon.com slash Midas Touch. Um, also, you could go to store.midastouch.com for the best pro-democracy gear, 100% union made, 100% made in the USA. We're going to be gearing up for the fall. We've got a lot of great stuff there at store.midastouch.com. And again, check out midastouch.com. Our new editor-in-chief, our first editor-in-chief, Ron Filipkowski, is incredible. We've got a great team of researchers there. That's midastouch.com. And then finally, thank you, everybody, for watching. Thank you to this community on this Labor Day. Um, I am truly thankful to be fighting for labor with all of you, to be fighting for the American worker with all of you. And none of this is possible without you, this Midas Mighty community. So even if you can't become a member, no worries. Um, the best way you can help grow this community is just share it with one person, two people, family member, friend, coworker, colleague, whoever in your life that you know, just help grow this community. And that's one of the best ways that you can help. It's really just so incredible to be a part of this intelligent, compassionate, unapologetically pro-democracy community. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll see you on the next Midas Touch podcast. Jordy, take it away. Shout out to the Midas Mighty! At Midas Touch, we are unapologetically pro-democracy, and we demand justice and accountability. That's why we're spreading our message to Convict 45. That's right. Gear up right now with your Convict 45 tees and pins at store.midastouch.com. That's store.midastouch.com.